Where's Santa? Firmly rooted in Christian tradition, unlike Panny here, who is all things because it is nothing. But it's Christmas. There should be Santa. Santa's the best. He's kind and generous and caring. He sure is. That's right. And he's Chinese. Welcome to the Yuletide TV Podcast, where at least for a few more days, we'll be the podcast where we watch and review a random Christmas episode to determine whether or not it's a Christmas classic. I'm Chris, and taking time out of their busy holiday schedules to help me out are my co-hosts Brian. Oh, hey, hi. And John. I'm never busy. (laughs) What? (laughs) What were you, you were ten minutes late, what were you doing tonight? That was not me, my dude. I am professional. I I inform you that work. I pre-inform you that work runs late. That was Christopher. That makes you busy then. No, work is not busy. Work, work is, is busy. Work is doing something. If you're doing something, you're busy. <laughs> work is required. <laughs> work that work is. is just somewhere that John can't be when he'd rather be. Just sitting in front of his microphone waiting for us to record the podcast. Yeah, pretty much when I just practice my quips. Wait, what What quips do you practice, John? Just what slaps mostly, I guess, <laughs> at this point. There used to be more, but then one of them turned out to be a monster. Let's, uh, let's start a new YouTube. We're starting a new YouTube channel. It's What Slaps with Mr. John. Mr. John, what slaps today? I really, really enjoy Super Organism. They slap. If you want some weird music. There you go. Do. You need a little break from the carols. Check out Super Organi- yeah. <laughs> Organism. Yeah, they slap. Sup- something for your mind is great. And all carols, like, suck. Nah, they don't all suck. They just all suck after a while. When I worked at a grocery store in high school, they had the same 12 carols on a loop. Oh boy. And I th- I think that was like the seeds being planted for how much I would hate Christmas. <laughs> what was the what was the carol you hated the most? Like an up tempo, like jaunty, like sixties song, Jingle Bells. That one really <laughs> A jingle bells, j- jingle bells. Yeah, that one really lit my ire. Jingle- Oh, no, Brian, no more. We can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, do people hold, like, fucking trademarks on those? Because those would have to be the richest motherfuckers. Those are public domain for sure. Jingle Bells is almost assuredly public domain. It has to be. But the specific jazzy tune that Brian was playing. Yeah. But that would still be public domain. For sure it is a public domain song. Because it is, it was written in 1857. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that song's old. Thus, making it 100 and 142 years old. 242 years old? Yeah, it's safe. It's safe. You're good. <laughs> Breaks all the patent laws. <laughs> Just... Definitely not 200 years old, but good try with the math. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys. Some of us are smart, and some of us can't read or do math good. No, no, no. We all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses. Yeah. And I think as we are nearing the end of this podcast, those two are blending together more and more. (laughs) Quite nicely, I might add. Yes. (laughs) That being said, we only have, this is one of our final four episodes 
there are only six days until Christmas. Oh, what are your excitement levels at? A jingle bells, jingle jingle bells, <laughs> jingle. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty excited to not have to go to work for a few days. That is a nice little bonus, isn't it? Yeah, like I mean, if even if I just just hate everything else about this bunghole of a holiday, I do dig not going to work. <laughs> I am looking forward to a nice little holiday break, and I hope everyone listening gets a little time off to rest, relax, and maybe watch some good Christmas TV episodes, which may or may not include the one we watched today. Which one was it, Chris? Tell us. Well, let's talk about it. As you know, we have only two rules for what we review on this podcast, and those are, of course, that the episode must have at least a tangential connection to Christmas, which this one checks the box on. And two, it must be relatively easy to stream, which, again, this one also checks that box. And with that information, I think it should be really obvious about what we watch today, right? Sure. Yeah, it was it was those. It did those. I don't know what else it did, but it did those. <laughs> if you can't put the clues together from, from what I've already given you, I'll tell you that today, the episode selector has gifted us with... The Real Santa from Fresh Off the Boat. It originally aired on December 8th, 2015, and it's the 10th episode of Season 2. You can find it on Hulu if you'd like to watch it for yourself. But you know that if you haven't had a chance, we got your backs here. We're going to tell you a little bit about what happened. So Jessica is trying to make Santa a good example for her youngest son, Evan, by adding to the myths around the man. However, things get complicated when her best efforts are foiled by two Santas appearing in the same place at the same time. This forces her to tell Evan that Santa is actually Chinese. But her efforts are thwarted once again during a Christmas pageant at school, which has had to be secularized beyond the point of recognition. Evan gives a heartfelt speech about how Santa needs to be included, but gets stunned silence when he tells people Santa is Chinese. In a last-ditch effort, Jessica dresses up as Laoban Santa, the Chinese version of Santa she has created, and tells Evan that while this is the real Santa, he can't ever tell anyone, leading to a warm and happy Christmas morning for the whole family. So, what did we think about this episode? Because let me tell you, I'm at a little bit of a loss at where to begin here. Oh, boy. Um, I didn't like it. No. <laughs> I was fine with it. I think it's I like, mean, yeah, it's 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 okay at best. It's incredibly okay. It is uh it, yeah. It to do the sports analogy, it is it is like your fourth starter in baseball. Just gonna <laughs> just gonna go out there, get you get you four okay innings. Okay as pitcher in baseball. <laughs> just it's maybe gives up a few home runs, but you know you weren't asking for more. And I had no expectations of this. It was fine. <laughs> is the whole series like this? Well, is it just okay television? Here's the thing. With, the, with this show, I think you have some very strong performances. You have a very strong cast. I think that this is kind of a show that is still finding its footing uh, at this point. I think, I think it is on its way up its peak. I think 
this show is still on TV, I believe, and I think it's a little bit over the hump of its peak at this point. And so there's a real nice sweet spot, I think, towards the end of the second season and into the third and fourth before it kind of starts getting back into more of a mediocrity area. But I think as far as like your middle-of-the-road family sitcoms go, uh, this one does okay. But I think it's still, again, kind of just really trying to chug its way up the hill uh, to get to a point where everything's firing on all cylinders. It's for sure, like, underperforms its parts. Like, it is not the sum of its parts. It's, like, everyone is funny, and you can tell people are funny in this show, and even, like, some of the writing is okay. But, like, just a lot of it doesn't click. I really enjoyed Secular Christmas Mascot, and that's what I what I want. That's the Whoa. future I want to see. Was it the, who did it better, Secular Christmas Mascot or the Community College Bean? No, you have to go with the Christmas version from Community, which is non-denominational Mister Winter. <laughs> that the team plays in one of their Christmas episodes. And I will take Jim Rash saying, Merry, happy, everyone, over this amorphous butt plug that we got in this episode any day no, of the week. No, no. This Dude, wasn't no. an amorphous butt plug. It's what the amorphous butt plug shits out at the end of its session. I loved the butt plug. I thought it was a hilarious <laughs> concept. I don't know. I just think it's very... Like such a fun, weird, logical extreme of what people pretend people that want in- inclusion want, I guess. Of just like, to be honest, no one, no, no one gives a fuck about you liking Santa. But I think it would no. be very funny. I think it's very funny to like make a stink about, and I would love it to result <laughs> in just a black cylinder representing <laughs> Christmas forever. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Dancing awkwardly, <laughs> only to get the shit beat out of it, because this is America. People fucking love Santa. Yeah, don't, man. You don't take yeah, him man. away. I don't understand how Santa's a Christian figure either. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. Well, he's based on a saint, John. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck it. Whatever. Let's go there. Like, dude, we have... Fuck it. We, Got a lot of time to fill about, <laughs> <laughs> about a show that, let's be real doesn't give us a lot to react to like it's just like a fucking cartoon character that every culture does differently even if they're christian so like america santa is just like capitalism santa like you can be offended by santa if you're from a like a nordic country and you should be (laughs) because just google sinterklaas okay and then you'll be you'll get it how do you spell that (laughs) how it sounds you know i can't read Oh, is it a C or an S? I'm going to go center. What's the song? It's an S. Miracle on 34th Street. Center Claus Capucha. Oh, also don't fucking tweet at Chris that I'm wrong. Holy crap. Yeah, right? This isn't Santa Claus. This is Pope Santa. Uh, No, but look at his elves. (laughs) The elves are the problem. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Yup. There's... Oh boy! Oh, that's not yeah. oh. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess I should say Santa. Santa. Also, don't fucking tweet at me that fucking Dutch people aren't Nordic. I don't care. 
<laughs> just shut it down now. I know. I know, and I don't care. But yeah, so like everyone does fucking Santa their own goddamn way. <laughs> like, whatever. Whoa, okay. Not Christian. Here we go. <laughs> we got a... Holy shit, we got a little World War II Christmas Carol here going. RAF, little Capone, throw something in my little shoe. Throw bombs at the crowds, but scatter candy in Holland. Sinterklaas. Oh, that's nice. That's good. I'm glad he was. I'm glad he was on the Allies. <laughs> oh yeah, Santa definitely worked with the Allies in World War II. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, there's no other. There's no other Santa Claus. Santa Claus was all about. Was Santa all about. <laughs> Well, you know, all about Norwegian effort. All about the Norwegian Fuck, war effort. We should have brought Sinterklaas up sooner. <laughs> oh, I, there's, like, other ones. I forget what culture has, like, the elves that, like, just commit mild inconveniences to rude children. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, they, like... everyone, I mean, I think as we talked about somewhat in the Digimon episode that, you know, every culture celebrates Christmas a little differently. And, I, you know, Santa is certainly a part of that. And the components of Santa, whether you have a, um, oh man, what's the guy's name? The Krampus? Krampus? Yeah. yeah. yeah you Krampus know. is dope. Or, uh, I bet you that movie's so bad. Yeah, but like that's a, <laughs> and then there's, man, what was I watching the other day? I can't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast before or not, but, uh, Collateral has a big, like, monologue about, mexican santa and his counterpart whose name is black peter who like steals the bad children on christmas eve like the tom cruise movie collateral yeah what the fuck yeah when jamie fox goes into the club pretending to be tom cruise and he's got to get the new hard drive or whatever to get the info about the people he has to talk with the guy who hired tom cruise and uh he gives him this whole speech about uh, Santa Claus and, and Black Peter. Fine. <laughs> yeah. So that's, like, be, that's the least, least tough concept for a speech in an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not not to throw things off, but do you guys want to hear another poem about Santa Claus? I would love to, as long as it doesn't include the word I'm sure he says. It doesn't. St. <laughs> Nicholas, good holy man, put on the tabard, best you can. Go Twerwinth to Amsterdam, from Amsterdam to Spain, where apples bright of orange. And likewise, those granite cernum roll through the streets, all free, unclaimed. Did, like, fucking, like, Alfred Tyson write this shit? Fuck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the language on that. All right. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, you know what? It makes the elves make sense now if he talks like that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys believe in ethnic Santa? Nice ethnic Santa. Is this a trap? Yeah, it's a trap for sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to Fox News trap you real quick here. Ah, fuck. Yeah, well. You Are you going to Fox but... News trap us by saying that Santa can only be white? Yeah, do you, that's my favorite fucking news clip, is, like, everyone's hero, Megan fucking Kelly right now, who everyone just, I mean, obviously went through a lot, but, like, everyone forgives some of her fuckery. I'm just like, Santa's a white man, and that is it. And it's like, motherfucker, Santa's from Turkey. <laughs> like, whatever. And it's also like, 
he doesn't exist. He can be whatever you want him to be. Yeah, like, like I don't see, I don't understand why everyone was violently offended when he's like Santa's Chinese. <laughs> like, well, it's the nineties, John. I don't think they were offended. I think they were just like, no. <laughs> I think they just couldn't wrap their head around the idea. Like they didn't know where the kid was coming from. You know. I think like you just do the math. <laughs> like, that's a little Chinese kid. He probably wants to see himself represented. Like, well, so here's the thing is that the, and part of the thing that we, at the beginning of when we started doing this podcast, we talked about a lot. Uh, we focused a little bit more about the accessibility of this episode. And I like this episode. I've watched this episode a couple of times around Christmas because I think it's kind of like, it's kind of goofy. But if you have no context for this show, I think it is really hard to get dropped in because part of, this show is that it takes place in the 90s, which I don't know if you guys, I, I don't know what your background with this show is, either of yours, and if you knew that going in. Zero percent. I saw a Game Boy, and he was watching a Tupac music video, yeah. so I figured it out. The clothes were 90s clothes. Yes. But I think that's, again, like, there's not, I, that's part of what makes the show unique and what it is. It's about this multicultural experience of a asian immigrant family you know raising kids in america but i think it has better roots in the 90s before you know modern times which obviously we still have a long way to go with a lot of this stuff but we're a little like that sort of stuff isn't as outside the box as maybe it would have been in the early to mid 90s like it does really fuck with the accessibility of the show because like i don't know i just kind of like agreed with the mom for most of it (laughs) like where it's like yeah yeah, Santa should be educated. Let him be a good example for the kids. Really? Okay, so that's so interesting to me because I thought that this, the part that I liked about this episode, and kind of in the same vein but a little bit different, is that I feel like you have a lot, this trope of like the parents trying to keep the spirit of Santa alive for their kids, right? And so they're always jumping through hoops because the kids are kind of putting two and two together. But I thought it was interesting that in this episode, you have the parent actively making it more complicated as opposed to, like, just trying to get out as quickly as possible. They're just She just keeps adding more and more layers to this idea of a Chinese Santa. It's the opposite of Bob Belcher. Instead of leaning into it and trying to over-explain it where he just gives up, she leans into it more. Well, I mean, if they're from, like, China... Like, how, like, we figure they're probably, like, early 30s, late 20s, probably early, like, early mid-30s, I guess. They were, like, in some lean years growing up, so they probably want their kids to have a pretty, pretty rad childhood. Yeah. (laughs) So, like... I think that shows. I think, like, that's... And I think that's kind of sweet, and it's, like... I thought it was kind of cool. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty funny that she just, like, couldn't bear to fuck with it, like, to break her youngest kid's heart, and the dad was just... The dad is a the dad is a stereotype TV dad, so he's like lazy above all things. Lazy is the most important thing. I know, but he's still. I I think it's funny because they kind of have the same goal. They just have different ways of approaching it. Because Constance Wu, who plays Jessica, the mom, is 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 great. You know, I think that's one of the things that they knew they had in this show right away is that like Randall Park and Constance Wu, they like play really good TV parents, and they play pretty well off of each other. But they, they both want the same thing. They both want their kid to enjoy Christmas and to believe in Santa. 
Uh, she just wants to take it like three steps further than he does. He's just like, maybe he's just Santa and it's magic. And she's like, no, we need to know like workout equations for how he can uh, go around the world and drop off all these pleasant presents. Yeah. Going reindeer. back to John's point too. She wants her son to have a good role model to create a better life for himself based off what they probably had to go through to instill the similar work ethic to ensure a prosperous life. Yeah. You know, let everyone, let people be happy, Chris. Mm-hmm. Let her, yeah. let her, let her have her crazy educated Santa. I, I'm not saying she can't. I I think, I, I think it's funny too. I just, I'm just saying more from like a trope perspective that this was a nice, clever twist and a different way to approach this problem that has been done many times before. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And let's just all acknowledge now, low ban, low ban Santa is better than low pan Santa. Ooh, I don't know. Is she though? <laughs> yeah, well, low pan Santa has to be evil though. Oh, okay. Well then, yes. Big trouble in Little China. Oh. Kurt Russell. Yeah, that. Anybody? I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just like, but that guy's also kind of a badass. <laughs> she kind of puts on the facial hair of it of low pan. Yeah, I loved how the mole hair wrapped around her upper lip. That is, it went like left to right. Yeah, that the makeup on that is like there's something like a little horrifying, but also just so hilarious about how they were trying to explain (laughs) she's a woman, but also still trying to keep these certain, you know, stereotypical Santa characteristics. I breathed out my nose quickly when I saw her. <laughs> and that's and that's the most I laughed in this episode. Oh, I I laughed for butt plug a lot. I like the butt you plug, did. obviously. You you know where you know where I laughed was every time the grandma like at the beginning of the episode there's this um this big Christmas village that Jessica sets up and the grandma puts this little Garfield ornament figurine in it. And then there are just little oh, yeah. B-roll shots of it that are, like, situated in, like, scene transitions of, at other random parts. Every time I saw that Garfield, I cracked up. <laughs> <laughs> what was her, What was her like, little narrative she had for the village when the bakery got broke? Like, someone had just gone through a divorce or something? Oh, man, yeah. Oh, yeah, she was just getting over her husband's suicide or something. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> just so aggressive yeah she just said all of this (laughs) like the the two like the fact i also like that she took the fact that her husband accidentally bought her two bookstores and weave that into a larger narrative about two warring bookstores in her christmas village (laughs) chris are you gonna have are you gonna are either well brian you have the you have the married household are you gonna become weird christmas village people now are you gonna start adding your Uh... christmas village every year I don't know, actually. I'd have to look into that. Is there a Mormon Christmas village? Is that allowed? There's Thanksgiving (laughs) Point where they have, yeah, where they've got some stuff. You get, yeah, you got to get, Brian, you got to get the Salt Lake City Christmas Village and you got to get like the the Mormon church and it opens up with the tabernacle choirs and like, it's like a music box too. That'd be cool. That'd be a good centerpiece. Oh yeah, I'll get right on it. I'm sure they would appreciate my Catholic agnostic point of view. Uh, Chris, you should get the Madison Christmas Village, which is uh, just very, very secular ideas. 
exclusively. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just the Capitol with a little bit of snow on it. Is <laughs> the Capitol building? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about it. No crosses. Yeah, not no a crosses, single cross. No lights. I swear to God, you see one cross. This did raise a, a question that I did want to ask you guys, which is that: Do you remember any intricate lies your parents told you to keep you believing in Santa just a little bit longer? No. No, we gave up on that shit. Again, I can't stress this enough at, like, three. (laughs) (laughs) And I was told when we go to public settings to pretend or else I don't get the Santa presents. Oh. Those were based on me not being a problematic child. (laughs) I remember, like, one of the craziest things my parents ever did. Not crazy, but just, like, like, trying to keep that magic alive a little bit longer was um I, and i was pretty young at this point too but i just remember it was like a day or two after christmas and they like called me downstairs me and my sister downstairs and they're like oh i think uh santa maybe like left something behind and we're like what are you talking about they're like oh look in the fireplace and there was like a hot wheel car and like something else for my sister like buried in the ash of the fireplace. Holy shit. <laughs> and I was like, damn, like they fell out of his bag? Whoa. <laughs> That's pretty special. That's some high investment parent parenting. <laughs> I think mine would just be like, don't be a shithead, stop digging in closets. Let me explain how this works. <laughs> All right. No, nothing elaborate from my parents, but I think, like, my sister and I just kind of, like, silently agreed to keep it going for my two younger brothers. So, while we never went forward and, like, did anything too elaborate, we just kind of rolled with it for a little bit longer. Yeah, I th- you know, I think that's probably one of the advantage slash disadvantages I had being the youngest was that, like, there was, like, a little more, like, oh, well... Like, if we keep it going for him, it kind of keeps the fun going for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. Where I was like, but also, like, maybe at this point I, sh- I shouldn't be the weird older kid who still thinks Santa is real. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or you can continue to believe. You could be that stereo- You could be that character in TV sitcoms of this level that still believes into their 30s. Wasn't that New Girl? Yeah. Winston. Winston was like, oh. I'm not, I'm, you know. Whether or not Santa is real, who knows? I mean, it's a nice idea. And it's, like, such a nice idea that our government, like, devotes resources to a pretend Santa tracker. Oh, yeah. Right? Get on That's, that. It's nice. Get on it's, that. That is tracker. nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's a, it's a good it's a good thing for kids. Let them have let them have one thing, you know? I'd like to see him try to take it away. <laughs> I, I am waiting for the moment where Donald Trump ruins Christmas. Because you know it's coming. <laughs> did you see the thing that a couple of years ago or i guess not a couple of years ago i think it was last year like during christmas like a little girl he's like talking to a little girl on the phone or whatever doing some like photo oppy shit and the little he's like so do you still believe in santa you're kind of on the age where you're on the fence with that right <laughs> oh yeah i remember that so i guess he kind of already did it i want him to go like full cartoon villain though and be like actually i like i want him to go full constance woo actually i am santa <laughs> i got the i got the best sleighs uh i get the best presents they're the biggest presents everybody said so everybody leaves out cookies and they take you're the best santa they could possibly have uh rudolph is tremendous 
<laughs> and I don't know where to go with the rest of this bit. Thank you, good day. Santa Trump. Nice. That's what everybody needs yeah. at this time of year. Yeah. You're welcome. America. Yeah. I think Trump is like the new whatever that law about Hitler is. Like, over, over a long enough conversation, you'll just eventually have to talk about him. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Whatever that, like, like every everything on the internet, like, eventually becomes about Hitler. Like, I'll find oh. it. I'll find it. Uh, I, there's, like, a I, thing. Someone smarter than me came you, up with you that. Said, you said law, and I was like, I'm pretty sure we don't yeah, have any Because the name of Hitler. it has law in it. Godwin's oh. law. And as an online... As an online discussion grows longer, the probability of a comparison involving Nazis or Hitler approaches. Which is, like, I just think, I guess a podcast and Donald Trump. Over a long enough podcast, you will talk, talk about, about Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> As, especially without, like, a real topic. No offense, fresh off the boat, but do, be better, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> let, let me attempt to, uh, to pivot us back to that. Uh, and talk a little bit about the the B plot of this episode, which involved the other two children uh, trying to find a gift for their mom. The one getting kind of snaked out by her friend after he meticulously recreated her one missing piece just to have Jessica's friend give it to her. And uh, the other son just, quote unquote, letting it ride. Hell yeah, brother. What's what's your experience letting it ride? Do you have any good letting it ride stories with your Christmas gift giving? Listen, every year. <laughs> listen, guys, you both know me well enough to know I have never not let it ride. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess every every single year of my life, and I do not recommend it. I have mostly had that go. Wow. That was low effort. (laughs) Yeah, my greatest let it ride moment was when I drove back from Montana and just brought a bunch of beer with me. (laughs) That's like, dude, that's sick, though. That's like a great. Yeah, but nobody drank it, so let it ride. (laughs) So you're kind of like that uh, historical novel that the kid wrote for the grandma that didn't really appreciate. Yeah, but I I just thought it was a surefire. I don't want to talk about it big swing that didn't that didn't land i don't want to talk about it <laughs> i'm sure they were stoked to see you though no they were no it was yeah. great, it was still a great christmas yeah for sure man and you weren't in montana which is like the <laughs> greatest one? gift the greatest gift of all there's nothing wrong with montana except you know it's drivers it's shitty snow removal service other than that it's phenomenal i recommend it that's a long drive, man. Like just it Montana is alone drive. is st- Montana alone is driving through like ten hours of nothing, and then you had to go through North Dakota, which is eight. like eight hours of nothing, and then Western Minnesota, which is like four hours of nothing. It's a long drive. I'm not gonna. Did you John. did you start hallucinating because everything was so flat and boring? Uh, just I- like this episode. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think there's a delicate <laughs> balance between letting it ride and giving up because like I feel like I've been in the position definitely where you like are just like fuck I got to get them something I'll buy them this thing whether they like it or not and like wanting to wait it out to be like mm, I'm going to find it I'm going to find the right thing I'm going to find the good thing and then it's like December 23rd and you're like shit haven't found that thing yet <laughs> For me, it's it's one step shorter with 
it's not even I'm going to find that magic thing. It's just I got to get something. I got to yeah. get something. Yeah. I got to see. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Fuck. 23rd. <laughs> yep. Every day of my life, man. Or every Christmas yeah. of my life. <laughs> I, did it, I did it right once. One year. And I've never done it. I thought to myself, wow, that felt really nice. I got everything done before the 23rd. And then I never did it again. <laughs> yeah, but then you're missing you're missing that primal thrill. Oh, <laughs> no, it feels like shit. Oh, I I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I just have that like level of self-loathing to start with, but I'm just like, ooh, let's let's hustle out and find the three things left here. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and, and now entering the store, number twenty-five, John Weedy. Just grab some shit. <laughs> You're just running through a target with a spotlight on you. You're just grabbing everything. You decking old woman. Oh, the crowd goes wild. Way to get that grandma sweater. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Hey, the Flying J's open 24-7, and uh, last time I checked, they uh, they have some nice uh, apparel there. You can get some nice t-shirts. Oh, yeah. I got a I got a flannel there one year and it was uh it was great stuff notch. I went to one they were selling Viking helmets. If you need one Why of those. Why were they selling Viking helmets? I don't know. They like honest to God, dropping the bit. <laughs> like they were selling like T-shirts and also like weird LARPing gear. It seemed like Viking helmets and like gladiator helmets and all this other weird classical armor. And oh. I was like, why is this for sale at the Flying J truck stop? I don't, who needs this? Because of people like us freshman year. Yep, absolutely. Chris, <laughs> that would have been our, our home. It would have been. I mean, we went, <laughs> we did spend an inordinate amount of time at the 24-7 Walmart Supercenter, which is, you know, just a bigger version of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you want to wear a novelty t-shirt and go LARPing. You don't know that Maybe. those two things, you know. Actually, dude, fuck it. I'd go LARPing right now. Like, uh, I'd have a LARP. I'd have a LARP. I'd have a LARP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Do you give me my sweet stick? I'd, I'd be out there in a, <laughs> I'd be out there in a second. Uh, <laughs> can we go to one of those, like, to put just, like, $9,000 on the Patreon just to, like, send us to one of those really elaborate LARP things? <laughs> Lightning bolt. <laughs> Is all I would throw. <laughs> lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning, lightning bolt. bolt. Lightning bolt. This was <laughs> our third ABC family sitcom after Full House and Home Improvement. Where would you kind of put this compared to those other two? My ranking goes Home Improvement, this, Full House. Home Improvement, Full House, this. Like, Ooh. distantly. I think this this was just not that. It was, like, fine. It wasn't that fun. Those other ones are like fun and nostalgic. Full House would get a higher rating from me um, if they spent more time focusing on depressed Danny drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Full House could have been better if it was just an entire episode about King Steve, but that's life. (laughs) Full House would have been better if they showed what happened with the wrestlers after the Christmas party at the Tanners. (laughs) Presuming everyone was 18 and above. Uh. Yeah. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Of course. 
I, I think that was kind of part of the problem. I think, John, you said that there, there was something about this. While it was fine, it just it wasn't – and it's pretty Christmassy, but it's just not that much fun for whatever reason. I think part of that has to do with it's so centered around this idea of exposition and explanation of – even though it's like that's kind of the joke of the episode is how much thought they're putting into this idea of, you know, what makes Santa even better than he is or what makes – you know, why is Santa Chinese? It's just really hard to deliver that much explanation and have people really get hooked in or make it that funny. Maybe to kind of attack the the elephant in the room of uh, the noted, the well-noted fact that we are three white guys, this maybe gets a little lost on us. <laughs> Well, you know, I think all of us can appreciate good writing. Yeah, well, and for sure. Like, I'm not saying that's, like... I think some of the jokes, like, are a little flatter to us than they would be for, like, an Asian-American audience. Yeah, and I I think I think you said it earlier as well, John, that, like, there's, there's something to be said here about the crux of the episode revolving somewhat around the idea of representation and Santa being whatever someone wants it to be and there's nothing wrong with you know trying to make santa a little more identifiable or relatable for your kids or whatever you know there's and as you said we're three white guys if we do this podcast again next year if we do a season two we'll, we'll do maybe do a better job of trying to bring in some uh better voices who can comment on topics like this with a little more authority but um we're, we're doing the best we can at the time no like and i'm not i just, it's not like, uh, like saying like our shit's invalid. Oh no! This is like a knee slapper for everyone involved, and if you don't like, you're a racist. This isn't like a cancel culture on our own podcast of us. Oh no! <laughs> um, it's just like yeah, like I'm sure like a couple of these like jokes and bits are just like a little we're out we're outside the window rather than in the house. Yeah, just the general yeah. cultural understanding we we don't have as good of a, a grasp on that might be making this episode really good for people that uh identify with it more strongly than we do yeah for sure man yeah and that's your woke moment of the podcast every every five episodes we get woker than hell yeah yeah hell yeah (laughs) and uh, i'm sure a couple of people turn off the podcast (laughs) i could hear it actually i heard the moment good and if you did good Go have your weird opinions on Asian Santa not being real. Just fuck it. Let him be real. Well. <laughs> Just make it happen. For sure. Make it happen. He's for, sh- he's for sure real. That's the Santa I'm going with. I yeah, support the just, science, Santa. It's, it's just like Ricky Bobby, right? He likes the baby version of Jesus the best. John likes the Chinese version of Santa the best. It doesn't yeah. matter. Makes Whatever works It best. makes the most sense to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like my Jesus, you know, like hanging out in a coffee shop reading a comic book made one of the longer dc versions of it and he's chuckling to himself as i don't know maybe the flash is making a joke and uh again i don't know how to end this bit so we're just gonna walk away walk i'm walking away now thanks ricky bobby bye everybody i think talladega nights had the one version of jesus that i really identify with which is uh front row Tuxedo t-shirt, Leonard Skinner concert. concert. <laughs> yeah. Hammered. <laughs> Hammered drunk.
actually, I think I said mean things about Leonard Skinner on this podcast. So, but like a different band <laughs> where they don't, where they don't sing about maybe topics <laughs> in such a manner that are uh, not 2019 friendly. Just that smell. They're just playing that smell on a loop <laughs> and apologizing for Southern man. <laughs> that smell that is around you. Smells like gas. <laughs> <laughs> well that seems about as good a time as any to get out of this one so uh why don't we give our final ratings for this episode of fresh off the boat are we calling it a christmas classic a pair of socks or a lump of coal who is going to take the first stab at this one this boy is some of them kirkland's white socks yep 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 <laughs> Uh, yep that sure is a pair of socks this was like a this produced a pair of socks on the stretch level that we've never seen before this is almost <laughs> socks on socks <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a socks and sandals and those socks go up to the knee oh my god the tevas <laughs> match the socks <laughs> but, that's how bland these are Every, everything is white to quote Tina from Bob's from Bob's Burgers, if this episode was a spice, it'd be flour. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is a pair of socks soaked in some vanilla pudding and thrown what? at a wall. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to get that audio clip for next year. Just that uh, splat. Oh yeah. Uh, can I can I take a crack at it? Yeah. Wait, Chris Candy. <laughs> wow, that's some, uh, that's some good foley work there, John. Was that pretty? Did I get it? I, I think there's something there that we can use. Yeah, well, okay, uh, cool. That'll cool. save us some licensing fees. So uh, yeah, you're you're well, you're well. <laughs> I've uh, I've le- I've left my job to become a foiler. So yeah. Oh good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a bright future, Eddie. Oh, thank you, man. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I th- Chris, what is it? I, I think we can be in agreement that this is a pretty pretty bland pair of socks. I, I think, you know, as we said, some people, this might be their cup of tea. Other people, it's not going to do it for you. But I don't think it's terribly, like, it's not annoying in any way. Like, I think some episodes we've watched where we've been, like, aggressively annoyed by, like, what is happening. And, this like, this episode won't do that for you. I mean, the biggest thing I was annoyed by was that Ray Wise was in it, and they didn't really give him much to work with. And No, they did not. If you got Ray Wise, you give him something to work with. And uh, I'm going to forget this episode before I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a good cocaine joke in it. Like there's that. a good cocaine, yeah. There was a there decent is. cocaine yeah. joke in it, yes. So, like, you'll get a laugh every, like, four minutes of a 20-minute episode. That's, like, <laughs> that's, okay. That's a couple laughs. <laughs> that's a couple. <laughs> that's a couple. My math ain't too good, but that's a couple laughs at least. <laughs> the the one good Ray Wise bit was when they were trying. They realized that they needed to find someone to play Santa, and they're like, "Who is an old, educated white man who likes to have children sit on his lap?" And then they cut to Ray Wise with his much younger wife sitting on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> I got very concerned by the setup and then that punchline delivered yeah. so much. <laughs> just I I just really enjoy like I found it out in the garage with some cocaine. There were a lot of problems before I got here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
you know how else you could tell this episode was from the 90s people are actively moving to orlando <laughs> i did i did that was the other good ray wise bit where he goes yeah, i'm not i'm not one of the top 100 dentists in the orlando area for nothing and then they're like well what what number are you and he's like don't even worry about it uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, ray wise you charming devil yeah uh he was great he's he's an elite part of this episode yeah he gets um there's some really good episodes with him and randall park uh where they make chili and that's like one of the defining things of their friendship throughout the show is how much they love chili and any episode that deals with them and chili is is usually pretty pretty damn good y'all want to make some vegetarian chili nah but for you why not (laughs) oh yeah So yeah, I think be really good. I think bottom line, pair of socks. You don't need to go out of your way to watch this one. Your your holiday schedule is probably busy enough as it is at this point. So uh, mm-hmm. unless you're really looking for something to uh, you know shake things up, and uh, you know Christmas is white enough as it is, so this will at least add a little <laughs> diversity into your mixing. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah it'll be nice. Yeah, give yeah. it a go. We'll have, we'll have a good time with it. It is. I like it because it's like, I think Chris put it really well. Which there's there's quite a few episodes that like were just like, openly offensive to my brain. <laughs> that just, I spent twenty to, I spent twenty two an hour of my of my day in pain. <laughs> in this episode, I just ate my dinner and was like, that's fine. That was an okay time. <laughs> and nothing was on fire around you. Yeah, like I, like I was, it was just acceptable, yeah. and that's there's a good spot in the ecosystem for that, you know. Mm-hmm. That, you stay on TV for eleven thousand years by just being acceptable. That's like how how I met your mother made it. You're not you're not wrong, <laughs> even though that episode was not acceptable. True. Yeah. No, it was not. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. That we can't even last ten minutes this guy. We tried. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're there yet. I think we usually get to it after what I'm about I'm about to say, oh, which okay. is that I think that's gonna do it for fresh off the boat. And who wants to know what the first of our final three episodes is going to be? Only if I can only if it's something that I can react to. Well, I hope you can, because the clock is ticking down as we reach the year's end. From Arrow, which is available on Netflix. Ooh. Ooh, I bet this is bad. That's going to be good for a podcast. (laughs) It has been such a long time since I've seen this episode, because I don't think I've watched it since it aired, maybe? Uh, Yeah, it's a bit fair assessment. Yeah, so um, I'm going to be real curious to see... uh, how how it how it fares because let me tell you that first season arrow is much different from what arrow is right now and uh i'm curious to go back and and check it out are you ready for some batman ripoffs yes (laughs) dude i feel like and i'm sure these shows are like perfectly fine and they seem to have cultivated a fan base but like every fucking cw ass like dc show looks so garbage (laughs) like (laughs) It just looks like very. It looks like the bad parts of DC comic books that I dislike, like exclusively, where they just like take themselves like so aggressively serious the whole time. I really enjoyed the first season of the Flash. 
I will I will defend the second season of Arrow to the day I die as legitimately good television. Um, now again, I haven't watched it since it originally aired, so I don't know how well it still holds up. But they were doing some pretty Ooh. wild and pretty like good storytelling, pretty impressive hand to hand combat fight scenes for network television. Uh, and they hadn't quite gotten into the they were still trying to ground it in a certain level that they pretty much gave up on after that season aired it's like the same thing that like happens with any comic book property is like at a certain point it becomes about space gods yep which is (laughs) and and therefore becomes a really big watchability issue for people who are like nah man it's like the guy shooting people with a bow and arrow (laughs) yeah man (laughs) well i mean that's literally what's happening right now because i believe we are in the midst of what is the uh, CW superhero TV universe's version of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, which has been hopefully good. <laughs> do they have a Superman? <laughs> Is Superman existing in this universe? Oh, yeah. Not only do they have a Superman for this Crisis on Infinite Earths, their Superman is Brandon Routh. Well, they're going to have... They actually... They're going to have... They have three Superman... Uh, they have oh oh yeah they have Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman they have uh, oh. this oh. they have the Superman uh, that is the current Supergirl's uh, cousin and then they are bringing in bringing back Tom Welling to actually play Superman uh, as opposed to just playing Clark Kent as he did uh, on Smallville for all those years, but he will be playing the Smallville version of his character. So they're they're merging universes. It it, it I, I'm that's excited for it. If I think... I'm not I'm not gonna lie. That's that's pretty <laughs> fucking dope. I think they just want to do that. Is pretty cool. But I think they just wanted to do this because they realized they had a flash, and they were like, we should do that sweet scene where he turns into a skeleton. Oh, literally. Though. And then they oh, had to justify God. that. That is like literally the the end of the pilot episode of the flash is teasing what like what is the flash and that it's six season now so this has been like a six-year build to get to this point uh because they tease mm-hmm. something about red skies uh and the flash disappearing in the very first episode of the flash yeah so yeah it's all that was goddamn terrifying it's all gotta, coming together i got a real oh, important yeah. question for you though who's playing the steel superman you mean steel? No, it's the steel. Well, yeah, but it's the steel Superman is where steel comes from. I don't I don't think they have that included in this. No. <laughs> Fucking include it. Put them in everything. Put all four of the bad Superman in everything. <laughs> 24/7 bad Superman. <laughs> well, isn't there like an is there a Nightwing TV show in development or is that a movie? No, they're currently on Batwoman. Yeah, um, for the bat- CW, and then oh. they still have Titans going on the on uh, the DC channel. Yep. I thought there was a Nightwing. I think there was a Nightwing movie rumored at one point, but I don't think it's oh. really gone anywhere. Yeah, I think it just looks like some fan servicey shit. Yeah, that's a, that's a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure we could continue to talk about this for a long time, but let's save it for our episode two days from now, as we inch ever closer to Christmas. I'm so excited to learn if this arrow, if this green arrow is going to correct racism or commit murder. Ooh, probably a little column A, a little column B. 
Uh, certainly a little of column B, I think, at this point in the show's run. <laughs> he, he, need, he, needs, he needs a Green Lantern around to correct. If you like the last 10 minutes of this podcast, why don't you tell us about it by leaving us a review on iTunes and rating it. It's not too late. You know, you might think, oh, your Christmas podcast, it's winding down. Sure, but some people might still want to find it. There are a couple days left. They could have long road trips or stays at the airport that they could use a little pick-me-up. And hey, why not help them find this podcast by giving us a nice rating, uh, making John's mom feel good about him right before the holidays, and picking everybody's spirits up. Yeah, you're going to have to do that because I did not shop for her yet, and fuck, I don't plan to, so... <laughs> that's a that is a december 23rd activity john is letting it ride and letting you guys pick up the slack i'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> just get her a, a like a scrapbook of good reviews oh that's lovely <laughs> it'll just Aww. be like pictures of you as a child with reviews that match <laughs> up underneath and then she's just gonna push it back at the end like still a little disappointing Uh, otherwise you can always get in touch with us yuletide tv at gmail.com at yuletide tv instagram twitter um i will also say as we uh we're we're getting close to winding down uh this podcast we're reaching christmas you might be wondering what's coming next what are we doing we'll let you know stay tuned um we will uh probably do some kind of little wrap-up episode and we'll give you a little better idea of that as we get closer to the end of this episode and when we do that wrap-up we'll we'll kind of give you a better idea of what our plans are for the future yeah we're going to announce the we watch the town every day podcast (laughs) (laughs) right Mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about well we're gonna announce the oh fuck i spoiled it the the the, oh yeah the town the town and clute combo podcast uh, oh yeah right yeah. <laughs> called the best idea ever, ever. yeah <laughs> the the clue the cluedest idea ever is what we're call it because i still know what clute means and god damn do i want to find out uh <laughs> yeah i'm probably more into watching clute than the town right now which i never thought i would say yeah, mostly but. because we didn't even know Clute existed like six weeks ago. So yeah, I know. Thank thank God for Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, fucking bailing us out here, bailing us in. Dog bless. Yeah. Who the hell's in Clute again? Oh yeah, Jane Fonda. God damn, Jane Fonda's in Clute. God damn, she looked good in it. Is it Donald Donald Sutherland's in there too? Roy Schneider. Uh, Dorothy Tristan. Not doing anything. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should sign off. Anyway, yeah. Uh, we hope if you're letting it ride this Christmas that uh, everything works out for you in the end. So uh, until that time, well wishes from me, Chris. Brian. John. We're glad you're still alive. We are glad you're still alive, yes. Good work being alive. Sleigh Bell Sounds provided by Michael Koenig from soundbible.com. And joy to the world provided by freexmasmp3.com.